Welcome to the Hungover Cast. It's your boy, Original 151, aka Vinny. He is Philly, the third eye of truth. Oh boy. Let's get into it, buddy. This is going to be an interesting episode. Full transparency, I feel like I'm still drunk from last night. Uh, I've only drank about three times throughout this entire quarantine. And last night we actually went out for the first time since. I blacked out. Quarantine. Yeah, I guess we'll just jump right in. Yeah, Phil blacked out. I don't remember. What I happened. was very close to blacking out. Um, I do. There are parts of the night for me that were a little bit fuzzy, but you know, for the most part, I, I kept it pretty tame last night. For the well, most part, let, let me say this: I blacked out when Vinny came. <laughs> yeah. By the time we're gonna be jumping all over this uh, this segment of the podcast where we talk about going back to the nest, the nest opened up, and uh, when I got there, Phil was already in what we like to call the zone. You were vibing, you had a bunch of drinks, you were dancing a little bit, feeling the vibe of the night. <laughs> they passed the vibe check. You passed the vibe check, and then my my short ass stumbles in and mm-hmm. says, hey, Phil, let's take some shots. I'm not doing that ever again. We we are not doing that ever again. We we got to a level last night that was far beyond that of a regular Super Saiyan. It was pretty, it was you know, pretty nuts. You know, quarantine's ending. It's opening up in phases. Mm. You know, I left my car just in the parking lot. <laughs> Yeah, good, good. No, I know, but I wondered if I was going to get, like, a boot, a ticket, a fucking window, like, a brick through my window, anything. No. Completely unscathed? Unscathed. Beautiful. But, yeah, that's basically where we were hanging out. So, the way that the the nest was set up last night is they opened up, like, the back patio area, because it's an indoor bar and an outdoor bar, and they couldn't have that many people being in clusterfucks in the main patio area, so they basically just said, yeah, hang out in the... In the fucking parking lot. So, there was just groups of people hanging out in a parking lot, and when I tell you guys... This wasn't just a packed night for, you know, the first <laughs> night back from quarantine. This was like... This was Project X. Dude, it was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I couldn't even believe it. But you know what? It was much needed. Was it smart to go out the first weekend they opened up? No, I'm going to be honest with you. There was so many fucking people there. But take all the coronavirus aside. Just look at this night as just what it was. A night. Everyone was in such good spirits, the morale. I was talking to the bartenders and we had this exact conversation. The morale was absolutely ridiculous. Mm. Nobody was in a bad mood. Everybody was just so elated, so happy to be out of their houses and to be at the nest drinking. It was amazing. They had frozen sangria. We were basically drinking smoothies. I'm going to throw up. (laughs) Let me me start with what I drank, okay? Yeah, please, fill us in. So I was at my cousin's house. Fill us in. I was at my cousin's house at like 3 p.m. earlier Mm. that day. Right now, it's Saturday, 10 p.m. Indeed. This goes up in 14 hours. Yes, it does. Anyway, I was at my cousin's house, and I we, we made frozen mango margaritas. Oh, baby. Yeah. So yeah. I had two of those. Mm. And then I waited a little bit, and then I came to this neck of the woods, and I went out to dinner, had a nice outdoor seating area. Lovely. And I had a spiked black cherry seltzer. Ooh. And then I had a frosé, right? Frosé. Yeah. Frozen rosé? Yeah. Look at that. And then- we went to the nest. Yes, we did. And I got a Corona with lime, and then I got frozen sangria, and then I had another frozen sangria, and then I had another frozen sangria. <laughs> Let's put it this way. By the time I got there, because I showed up later, this man was already in the zone. He, he probably should have just coasted for mm. the rest of the mm-hmm. evening. But you know, when me and you hang out, we don't coast. And then we did four shots of tequila. We tear up those waves, baby. We got our boogie <laughs> boards, and we were just tearing it up. But let's, let's go back even further. Okay. Let's talk about earlier in the week. I'm not here to, you know, expose your life. It's not what I'm here to do. I'm here to communicate when you have conversations. To say the least, you didn't have the best week. No. Didn't have the best week. So I talked to this guy, said, yo, the nest is opening back up this weekend. I say we, uh, I say we show up to this little (laughs) shindig, you know? 
And Phil's exact response, I'm not even exaggerating, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, because I'm not going to read directly the text, but it was something along the lines of, yeah, you know, man, I had a rough week. I just, I think I need to stay mentally sharp right now. <laughs> Don't think I should be drinking at the nest. I, I think I'm going to take it easy. I said, Phil, absolutely. Whatever's best for you, your mental health, your physical health, your emotional health, whatever you got to do, I'm with you 100%. I get a text last night when I was going to go to the nest that this man's already at the nest. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? He I just sent sends me a, a crowd of people. I go, oh, it's going to be one of those nights. All right, sounds good. So I text my grandmother. I says, hey, Gammy, are you up? She says, yeah. I go, can you take me to the nest? She goes, absolutely. <laughs> my grandma drops me off. My grandma has a sweet car, by the way. Her, she drives a, a fucking sick two-door Mercedes, picks oh, me up. Grandma. I was like, I was like, Gammy, you're you're the best. You're, you're freaking <laughs> awesome. Anyway, we'll have maybe we'll have Gammy on the podcast one day, since of course it says your grandmother's favorite podcast. It, by the way, I don't even think we've introduced the episode yet. So welcome back to Sunday <laughs> Sauce. This is, of course, your grandmother's favorite podcast, episode 32. I think. I don't if even if know. we repeat ourselves, just- yeah, just bear with us. Like I said, it was uh it was quite the night. Anyway, I get dropped off. We start uh, having drinks. And again, everyone was just in such a good mood. I didn't know what the dynamic was going to be with people. Like, I didn't know if we were all just going to be like, hey, what's up? Fist pump. Everyone, dude. How you doing? Hugging. Nobody gave a fuck. Cheek kisses. How are you? Good to see you. I had my mask. I didn't. I didn't bring I a mask. I strategically used it. I definitely should have brought a mask, but I, I hate wearing the fucking mask. Me too. Wear the mask if you're going out, but like, I don't <laughs> like wearing the mask. Wear the mask if you're not me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I want to be a good role model on this podcast, but at the same time, I can't lie and be like, yeah, I like wearing the mask. I fucking hate it. I dude. hate it too. Because me especially, when I breathe, it fogs up my glasses, same. then I can't see. <laughs> so now I can't breathe, I can't see, my senses are fucked. And then you get, you get like the hot feeling, oh, like the fog and the shit, worst, and you start sweating, and you're like, yep. But yeah, all of our favorite bartenders were in attendance last they night. They don't even know who I am, dude. Really? No. That breaks my heart. I mean, like, they know who I am when I'm with you. Ah. Uh, and, like, he knows who I am when we used to go a lot. But, like, last night, they didn't say my name. Well, to be fair, I am there a lot more than you are, so I, I guess that's understandable. And when I'm there, I pretty much don't leave the bar. Yeah, but I'm 6'4 and look like Jesus. I mean, how, how do you forget? That's true. Speaking about just, you know, looking good, you know? People complimenting me left and right last night. I got to tell you, it was it was a nice feeling. Nice. It was very nice. They were like, oh, my God, your hair, your jaw. <laughs> we see it now. This fucking pimple on the uh, side of my face. So let me tell you about this pimple debacle, because I got to talk about this. I was very stressed out last night. You know, I had the pimple debacle last week with yeah, my nose. Yeah, it fucking sucks. So I have this pimple on my cheek. And uh, before I went to the nest last night, I had a little bit of scruff. But it, it wasn't a good scruff. It was like... The stage where it's not really a beard yet, but it's not trimmed either, so I just look stupid. Okay. But it was covering the pimple. Wait, are you dumb or stupid? Or dumb. Yes. Huh? <laughs> but yeah, so I, after I shaved it, I felt dumb, stupid, and dumb, to right. be honest with you, because I, I just wanted a, a clean-shaved face. You know, you look thinner with the clean shave, of course, but I popped the pimple the day before, and it like, listen, if you're squeamish, probably don't listen to this part. A lot of blood came out. It wasn't a good situation. Mm, maybe it was an ingrown hair. Whatever the fuck this was. Yeah, it wasn't your average uh, run-of-the-mill pimple here. Zit. This was a, it was a zit in all caps <laughs> with three exclamation marks. It was a fucking zit. Anyway, so this is pop. Now I'm shaved. I'm looking at this crater on my face, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe for the whole night, I'll just talk to people like this. Yeah, how you been? You good? Just show them the, the left side of my fucking face. But yeah, you know what? Listen, you got a blemish. You're not looking too good. You got to fucking sty. Whatever, you don't look your best, still go out, have a Let good time. Let it rock. Let it rock. And that's what we did. 
and uh, we invited about 900 people on the podcast. I don't remember that. Like, tell me what happened. What did I say? We just met a lot of new people that were like friends of friends, and they were like, oh, what do you guys do? We're we like, know. We're YouTubers. The only person I remember meeting was Heavenly Coffee. Yep. We met, uh, we met up with Johnny V of Heavenly Coffee last night, the CEO, and we told him, come on the podcast. He is going to be one of the best guests, if not the best guest we ever have on this show. Really? He's fucking hilarious. Okay. Yeah. You guys remember the episode that we had on uh, Christopher? He brought us some coffee from Heavenly Coffee, and people are always asking me why I wear that hat, because I don't drink coffee, but I got to support my boy, so. Speaking of coffee, I haven't drank coffee in five days. How do you feel? Do you know what that's like? I do because I never drink coffee. In fact, I know my whole life without drinking coffee. To be well, honest with you, I have more steady energy, mm. which is which is expected. Yes, because you know I'm not up and down. When I would want to like work out and shit, I would bang some coffee back, mm. and then I'd crash later, and then I want to bang some more coffee back. Now it's just like let me drink water. This is the this is the thing that I always worry about with supplements in general. You start taking something. Your body goes, oh, I like this feeling. It becomes dependent on the feeling. And then when you don't have it, you feel like a shell of your former self. That's it. It's the truth, man. It is. No disrespect to coffee drinkers. If you want to drink coffee, go to Heavenly Coffee. <laughs> but I never really wanted to get into coffee because I feel like if I start my day with coffee and I love that feeling of like instant energy, then on the days where I don't drink the coffee and I feel like a slug, I'm just going to be like, well, you know, <laughs> it's not the best day. I'm telling you, I start off every day sad grumpy i'm not a morning person i don't like waking up and then i go outside and i go on the run and let me tell you i feel great perfect segue hey phil how many miles are you at oh you don't even know i'll tell you yeah how many am i at 12.33 <laughs> how many are you at 39.31 <laughs> so no, this is what happened i haven't ran in the past like eight days okay i got a hemorrhoid listen i wouldn't wish a hemorrhoid on my worst fucking enemy my asshole's inflamed, Vinny. I understand. I can't take a shit. I can't walk without feeling it. I can't run. I'm just in pain, buddy. This is the perfect expression to use right now, but one of my coaches taught me this when I was in eighth grade football. Okay. He said, excuses are like assholes. <laughs> Everybody's got one. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, listen, I understand you got a hemorrhoid. Your asshole's going to implode on itself. It might implode. If I were you, I would get out there, just run on all fours, bear mm. crawl style. I would find a way to make it work. Listen, Vinny. The last episode, you were talking a lot of shit. I got I to gotta apply the heat right listen, now. Listen, Vinny. I'm the, the month's not over. But Phil. am I going to win? Probably not. This is where I shifted <laughs> into high gear. I'm just picking up the pace, baby. I got to tell you, though, um, the competition aspect has really helped me just be even more of a savage because I was running a lot before this, but... The fact that I'm at 39 miles in 13 days is pretty sweet. I'm basically averaging about three miles, a little bit more than three miles a day right now. How are your joints? How's your knees? Everything feels good, except I brought it up in the last episode. Heel. My heel is killing me on my right foot. And my hip hurts a little bit on my left side. This man's breaking down. I'm good, man. He's going to break down, and I'm going to fucking strike like a cobra. Listen, once your asshole feels better, yeah. <laughs> I'll like to see you out there, you know, putting in those miles. But I got my new shoes in. Listen to this fucking debacle. Mm. I didn't read the handbook on new running shoes. Apparently, you're supposed to break them in. A little bit. Yeah. I just put them on. I went outside for a run. I'm at about 0. .30, 0. .3 on my run, right? <laughs> okay. My fucking feet feel like they're being strangulated. It feels like piranhas are biting the sides of my hooves. Let me tell you, dude, it was not a good experience. So I'm like, yo, my plan was to run six miles today. I'm just going to run three, run back to the house. 
I did a quick shoulder workout. When I say quick, I mean efficiency. 20 minutes tops. Okay. Maybe it was like 1732. It was quick. 1732. And, and then, go, then you go you go back out there. Yeah, I go, fuck this. I put on old reliable, my my black zoom flies. And I'll tell you, I zoomed three more miles. Felt great. Okay. No back pain, no leg pain. Hip, like I said, a little bit, you know, fidgety. Right heel, not the best vibe. But I got out there. I ran six miles. I believe this was on Monday. And then for the rest of the week, I did three, three, three. And then on Saturdays, I do my quick one mile. Hungover as fuck today. Still got sub seven. Very proud of myself. And I've been posting these runs on IG and on Twitter every time I'm done. And I got to tell you, so many people have been hitting me up straight up saying like, dude, you're motivating me so much. I love this. This man's the new David Goggins. Dude, I love it. It's me motivating them motivates me. Mm. Isn't that weird? It's like a cool circle of like motivation. I like it. Intrinsic, extrinsic. I took a whole course at Adelphi on motivation. Did you know that? What department? It was like a gen ed. Mm. Uh, I don't think it was a required course. It might have been a, a list of required courses. And that's the one I selected. But I remember I had a professor named Paul and it talks all about like how everyone has different forms of motivation that spike them the best. So some people really have really strong intrinsic motivation, motivation that comes from within. Right. Something a little birdie in your head that just says, tweet, tweet, get out there, start grinding. Okay. Then you have your extrinsic motivation. Money. Money, happiness, your friend competing with you. Yeah. I said competing really weird, competing with you. (laughs) It could be a bunch of things. Anything from an external source that makes you want to get out there and do something, that's extrinsic motivation. I'm pretty sure there's other uh, avenues as well or other different, you know, topics in regards to that. But I haven't taken the course since freshman year. I just remember really enjoying What was that, like eight years it. ago? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It was a long fucking time ago. I graduated high school in 2014, which means it's been six years since I was in a high school classroom. That uh, That's disgusting. Uh, <laughs> I just know the 10-year anniversary is going to be lit. You're going to that? 10-year reunion? There's no shot. I'm I'm walking in with a vlog camera. What up, (laughs) pimps? Have you ever seen the Danny Mullen video of, he's he's like a comedy YouTuber, just like funny pranks and shit. No. He ruined his high school, like, 10-year reunion. Oh, for content? Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) It was the funniest fucking thing ever. Dude, it was... uh, Just picking fights with people, exposing people, just getting hammered for no reason. Yeah, that won't be me. I'll be nice if I do bring a vlog camera, but people don't want to be vlogged at a high school reunion. I would ask, hey, you want to be in the video? Be polite. One thing that I found increasingly difficult last night, I don't know if you felt this way too. I mean, you were already pretty drunk when I got there, so like, (laughs) you probably didn't feel this as much, but I not that I had a difficult time communicating, but it was weird being around people again and like just being regular in society. Right. It was, it was so interesting. Cause I was curious how it would feel being around people again. Not that I didn't remember how to talk, but it was so weird. Like, Oh, so what do you do? Oh, cool. And what have you been up to? Oh, really? <laughs> That's cool. I remember getting like 10 of those last night, but I don't know from who. Yeah. There what was... do you do? I make a video every eight weeks. Yeah. If I feel like it. Well, you got a new video. Is the new video is done, right? You're just waiting for approval from a sponsorship and then you're good to like go. Like the script is done. Beautiful. I just have to film it. Nice. That and takes a day. Yeah. Sweet, dude. I'm I'm just, I'm so <laughs> proud when I like, I, I was, I was telling my friend Dobbs this the other day, dude. Like I just, I love what he's doing right now with his gaming channel and his main channel. And you just see sometimes like your friends doing good shit and you're like, fuck yeah. I'm really proud <laughs> of them. Like, I'm so happy you're putting out videos again. I'm so happy that you're done with school and you got like, priorities with fucking YouTube and just grinding. I mean, even though your asshole is going to implode oh, any minute now. Yeah, it's not good. I took a 
huge shit before we started recording this podcast. I'm not going to lie. The smell is still lingering a little bit. Yeah, when uh, we upgrade this studio, we're going to have some nice ventilation. We need some filtration. There's no shitting in our studio. We need some irrigation. (laughs) The good thing is there is a bathroom in the new studio as well, so we can shit down there if we'd like to. It's not ideal. Shit upstairs. Dude, I I am patiently waiting to fucking officially close with this house, man. It has been... It hasn't been like, like there's been a lot of stuff to do, a lot of things to sign, a lot of decisions to make. But for the most part, the county's been closed because of this fucking coronavirus. So certain documents that we need to get like in our possession, the to driveway get to certain document, people, the roof document, bro, all these documents, <laughs> the, the, the apartments aren't open. So I'm just waiting here like, I want to start renovations, please, because I already know everything that we're renovating. I know everything that we're going to do. And my dad's helping out with the whole thing. Shout out to my dad, by the way. He's been just such an amazing He's just been great, dude. He hasn't been featured on the podcast. He in a needs while. to. He needs to. What's he doing right now? They're actually they're upstate. They're on a little uh, little getaway. They've been going upstate every weekend. Dude. Mm. I've just I've been doing mobile streams all over my house because nobody's home. Joey's never fucking home. He's always out with his friends. So I'm just like, yo, the Wi-Fi works great. Let's go live and let's shoot the shit with everybody. You know? I like it. I walked in on one of those live streams. Yeah, you were, you made your uh, your Canto Kids original <laughs> 151 channel debut. How did that feel? Felt nice. Fuck yeah. I was talking to uh, to Brooks today. He went on a little vacation. Our editor took a little week break. He's back. I told him we're going to send you the podcast around 11-ish so he could start getting working on it for tomorrow. But I was like, yo, I want to redo all the thumbnails. Oh, think you can make that our happen? Our podcast is going to look sexy yeah, in we, the next few weeks. I'm excited, man. Basically, <clears throat> the, the one thing, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, at least from my friends in the Pokemon community, we're all just trying to figure out like new ways to not reinvent the wheel, but to just do things differently. Right. I think a really big thing behind the scenes, just being a YouTuber, maybe you guys notice this as well. It seems to me that thumbnails with numbers on them actually perform worse because it's kind of like if you come to our podcast channel, let's just use our channel right now as an example, right. and you see, okay, one through 32, right? All the you episodes. get a little intimidated. You might be like, oh shit, can I watch 33 without watching 32 or 31? It kind of makes it feel like a series, whereas the podcast is literally, you could watch this one. And then if you enjoy it, go back and watch the others. But you don't need to see the other ones to enjoy this one. It's mm-hmm. not it's not like a series. Do you think we could we should put the the number in the title? Yes. That I think we should do just to keep track because then we can say like, oh, this is episode 50. This is episode 100, blah, blah, blah. But on the actual thumbnail, I think what we're going to do, and again, like if we could talk about this more off camera because I really haven't brought it up to you yet, but this is my idea. I hit up our favorite artist guy. Right. My boy. He's working on something for me right now. Yeah, which is really fucking awesome. And I was like, yo, can you make me a design similar to this? I sent him a bunch of podcasts that I like their thumbnails the way they look. And basically what I think we should do is have like, it's going to be like a Sunday sauce type of backdrop with the logo on it, a cool design that's colorful and pops. And then what we'll do is for every episode, we'll actually pose for a thumbnail depending on what we're talking about. So today's episode, we're talking about being at the nest and we're going to talk about the Sopranos and we could just make a surprise face. I don't know. Just like, like And what they'll do, what, what they Brooks call will that the do. blowjob face. Yeah, the blowjob face. <laughs> and then what we'll do is we'll have Brooks crop us and then put us in front of the backdrop. And then it'll just look better as opposed yeah. to just a screenshot of us Dude, sitting I'm, here. I'm and for it. I love, I love just improving on things, you know? It's going to be great. Dude, literally, I made a TikTok recently. It's so funny. This popped into my head. I made a TikTok where it's the Avatar opening. But instead of saying water, fire. Earth. It just keeps repeating water. So the <laughs> caption is uh, me after a workout. I just keep drinking water. And someone left a comment. This is literally Phil on Sunday sauce because you chug your water so quick. Here, I'll give you some more. Hey, give me some more. You're water. a thirsty lad, dude. You're a thirsty lad. I'm a hydro homie. Also, there's a comment that I did want to address, and I'm not even addressing this with anger because I don't got an angry bone in my okay, body. Okay, these let's days. hear it. 
I do have angry bones in my body. Let's be we've honest. We've addressed but, some comments in the past. Yeah. So basically, anger. I saw a comment. Um, paraphrasing again. I don't feel like bringing up the actual comment, but it was something along the lines of, you know, Vinny, I'm happy for you that you've been doing better recently. But 90% of your podcast, you just talk about yourself and it comes across very douchebaggy and this, that, and the other thing. Here's the thing. Let's hear it. Here's the thing. I will continue to talk about how I'm feeling. <laughs> I'm sorry if some of you don't like it. We're, we're a conversational-based a conversational based podcast where me and you shoot the shit. We go back and forth. That's it. And if we're feeling good and we've changed our life in a positive way, I'm going to want to express that. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to come across as cocky or arrogant. That's never the goal. But listen, if I'm excited that I've dropped over 20 pounds, I'm running every day and I'm celebrate being efficient, I want to celebrate it. And who knows? We talked about extrinsic motivation. Someone else might hear that and go, holy shit, Vinny flipped it around. He doesn't look like a piece of a melted Altoid anymore. I'm going to get out there. I'm going to grind. I'm just trying to help people, trying to express myself. And the bottom line, comments are great and feedback is great, but I never want something externally to affect who I am as a I man. I think we're pretty self-aware. I think we well, are too. Each episode, we analyze and we get better. You know, it's, it's just a upward progression. Yes. And it's good to take feedback, but ultimately, you know, you can't let some noise, some noise, the dramatic glass. Yeah. I just, I had to clean these (laughs) fucking filthy. You can't let some noise get to you. Sometimes you just got to know, you know what? I trust in what I'm doing, what we're doing. I mean, you've seen my comment section. Oh, fat lesbian at it again. (laughs) Get another fitness flop out. Would you? I don't know what it is. They're, they're, they're ruthless over there. Yeah. They're sharks. I don't know. Mr. Beast. Have you seen what he's been doing recently? I believe it or not. I I haven't watched any of his videos in a a long time. This man has a warehouse. He basically has like a game show. You know how he like gives away money like on all his videos. He, He basically makes this warehouse like this obstacle course slash like mini game thing where he invites like bunch of people and they just compete for like thousands of dollars it's like who wants to be a millionaire it's his like own game meets show. dude perfect meets like yeah it's it's crazy literally it's like do you want ten thousand dollars in a briefcase or do you want this key and you don't know what the key's for yeah and, I, and then the guy picks the key it's just an audi i'm like what the fuck <laughs> mr beast does such amazing stuff like for the world like his videos are the definition of like positivity and just wholesomeness i don't know though there came a time where like I think it was about, I'd say two months ago where just, I kind of got not tired of the content, but like, I, I don't watch it anymore. So no, I no, guess, I guess exactly. I got bored with it. You know, I, I don't watch it, but yeah. I was like, I was curious. I yeah, was like, yeah. What is this man up to with 37 million subscribers? Dude, his, his growth has been like the craziest thing to witness. Like he, he blew the fuck up. Um, some creators that I've been watching right now. I mean, obviously, you know, Logan Paul, I watch religiously. He's definitely my favorite creator right now. His friend Mike Miley, uh, Malak, how I still don't know how to say your fucking name, Mike. Fill us in over here. I think it's Malak. I've uh, been watching him a lot. I've been watching. I found, uh, I started rewatching The Sopranos, which we wanted to talk about at some point in today's episode, but I figured out that, and I mentioned to the uh, mentioned this to you last night, a lot of the cast have their own podcast where they do like a rewatch. So they'll watch an episode, and then they'll discuss it on the podcast, but it's crazy. Like Meadow and AJ have their own podcast with Kasim G. No way. Yeah. Kasim and, and them are friends and they have what? a podcast. It's Kasim G, AJ. I, I'm so sorry. I don't remember the actual uh, uh, actor's names. I believe it's, I, I don't even want to get it wrong, but yeah, AJ and uh, yeah, type in pajama, uh, pajama pants. That's the name of their podcast. It's Kasim G, AJ and, uh, and Meadow, which is awesome. So th- I've been watching their podcast a lot. Michael Imperioli and uh, Steve, uh, the guy that plays Bobby Bacala have a podcast called Talking Sopranos. 
I love their thumbnail uh, template. By this the way, this is clean. It's clean, right? That's it's that's kind of what I, I sent that to the artist to to mimic it in some ways to to draw inspiration, you know. But yeah, I've been watching their. Po- I, I watch a lot of podcasts, of course. Joe Rogan, I've been watching like crazy. He actually mentioned. Uh, I can't tell if they were the Sunday Sauce podcast. <laughs> yeah, I wish that'd be fucking epic. No, but he mentioned he had on like these people that were playing instruments, and I'm I'm pretty sure they that. were hammered. Yeah, shit. they were high. Okay, I want to make sure. I didn't know for sure because I didn't see the whole context of the episode. But at one point, they were talking about censorship. And you just see Joe go, that's why I went to Spotify. And and you could tell, like, obviously the payday was just absolutely ridiculous for what he received. <laughs> I would fucking go to Spotify, too. But, dude, I, I guess Spotify is giving him a platform where he doesn't feel the need to censor himself, which is, for a podcast, that's huge. You want to be able to say. To what? Like, what's his. I think the problem is. from is he what, talking about YouTube? I think the problem is on YouTube certain things that you talk about can get you demonetized. Oh, yeah. So it's like if Joe has a podcast episode where he's talking about a really controversial political topic. Or even like weed. Or like, anything, yeah. yeah. Whatever YouTube deems to be like not appropriate, Drinking. they could, you know, either A, demonetize it, and then of course you know, you guys know like when you're demonetized, your video doesn't get pushed as much, all that. There's a million different things. So Joe's probably like, yo, for the, for the good of my platform, because him as a person is a platform. Like wherever he goes, people will follow. Right. He probably figures, you know what? I'm going to get so much more money a at Spotify and B, I can say whatever the fuck I want and not be scared to be like blacklisted or like shadow banned. And he could still have the clips on. YouTube, yeah. Right? It's, it's, it's going to be great. That's I'm, like a win, 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 win. It's huge. <laughs> That's why there were a lot of people complaining, but I would say like 99% of people don't even watch the full video episodes. Also Spotify is going to have video. Yeah. Actually, I shouldn't say that 99% of people don't because they still get a ton of views, but I would say more people watch the clips than watch the full episodes, right? I, I think that's fair yeah. to say. Um, that's just my guess. I don't know that based on like an- analytics or anything, but if you really want to watch the full episodes, you can just go to Spotify now. And it's going to be cool to see if Spotify does completely implement a video feature where like we could vlog and put it on Spotify. Probably. You know? Why wouldn't they? They should. They're they're a huge competitor if that's the case. That's, that's going to be Speaking epic. of Spotify and music and shit. Six nine is back. He is back. He's been back. He released a video yesterday and it got sixty six million views in a day. Dude, I it's I don't rainbow and butts. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck he does it, man. But he really say what you want about the guy, like him or hate him. He knows how to market. He's like a marketing genius. I know it sounds ridiculous to say, but he really is. The guy gets insane numbers, bro. He was live on Instagram the other night. My brother was telling me he had eight hundred thousand people there at like midnight. <laughs> what eight hundred thousand concurrence? When he first came back, the Gooba video that was the song he posted last week, not the one with Nicki Minaj, but he posted the Gooba video. It beat uh, Eminem's Kill Shot disc to Machine Gun Kelly uh, with the fastest rap song to cross a certain amount. A certain amount. Million. Of, it was crazy. Um, that that video is at three hundred thirty-two million in a month. That's ridiculous. To put that into perspective, my entire channel, I actually looked at both of our channels. Both of our channels, I think, have somewhere around 40 or 50 million total yeah, I'm at views. The, I'm at 49.7. Yeah. So that's that's his whole channel. This one video got 300 million. That's <laughs> one song, one three-minute piece of content. I don't think people understand how many views that is. That's fucking ridiculous. That's insane. Um, speaking of pulling really good numbers, my friend Dylan and uh, my British friend Game Boy Luke from uh, from Britain. Across the pond. Across the pond, mate. They're doing a soul link right now that caught fucking fire. They're, it's it's averaging like 60,000 views an episode. Holy. Which is insane. Like if you go to my friend Dylan's social blade, United Gamer, he's pulling in close to, Jesus Christ, I'm sorry about that sound, my dudes. Too close to the mic. He's pulling in like a thousand new subs a day right now. 
which is insane growth. You know how a thousand subs a day feel. That that Feels must nice. be amazing. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a thousand subs a day growth. A few like months that. ago, you were growing like a couple hundred a day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I just I I love just seeing green in any aspect <laughs> of my life. Whenever I see numbers being green and that means good, I'm like hell yeah, I'm in a good mood today. And it sucks that like. It sucks that like when you're a content creator, I mean, in any business, if, if things aren't going well and things are slower, you're going to feel worse, but oh, absolutely. it just sucks that that affects our mood so much. I'm curious what you guys think in the comments. Like when you guys aren't performing as well in a certain aspect of your life or your business or whatever, do you feel down or do you separate my own happiness and then my business? I don't, <laughs> you don't, I don't separate that. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough not to, or it's tough I've to just, do that. I've gotten used to like views and like subscribers just like dictating my success yeah and it is kind of shitty but like that's just what it is i I've, I've gotten better with it yeah but. i've definitely valued consistency more than anything like i bring it up all the fucking time but the the fact that i've clearly now it's been a year it's been over a year of every day going live mm -hmm. like no matter what the numbers are of the viewership in the streams the fact that i've been able to do that is like like you hear like Logan Paul, he's talked about how he went, vlog he vlogged every day for over a year. And you're like, oh, you vlogged every day. Like that's, that's insane. <laughs> like I'm going live and I don't have to do any production for it. It's just right. me to build like an entire vlog every day. It's fucking crazy. But like even going live every day, like no matter what I felt like mentally, no matter what physical pain I was in being sick, whatever, Got for a over a fucking year, <laughs> I was, what up my dudes We're live, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know, like to me. Even if numbers are down, I can look at that and be like, all right, I'm still exerting still got that. maximum effort right now, which mm. is really fucking I mean, cool. that's where the podcast falls into play with like my workflow. It's like, no matter what, yep, there's an episode every Sunday. Doesn't and, change. And we've been very, very good with that. And uh, I love it. I know. It's stop being so meta. <laughs> your podcast is mostly you just talking about your podcast. Fuck you. <laughs> I like talking about our podcast. We should talk about the new PS5. I have some things to say. That thing looks like it's from outer space and I want it. Yeah. The design itself is cool as fuck. It I looks think sick. I think it's the coolest design console that I've ever seen for it's sure. It's gonna take a shit on Xbox. Yeah, I'm not really too I'm a Nintendo guy, so let Xbox and PS5, you know, attack each other. Duke it out. Yeah, because yeah, I'm just like, yo, the Nintendo Switch is still it the, is, the best console in my it opinion. It's insane. The the, the portability Nintendo switch is such a goddamn good console for so many reasons so many it's the the portability aspect is the biggest thing and nintendo's always i think had the best portable consoles i mean look at the game boy the ds now the switch it's interesting to me too that the ps5 and the xbox what is it called the x i don't even know xbox x10 x the trash six, can yeah. thing yeah whatever the fuck it is basically they didn't even attempt to tackle the portability space it's not their market it's interesting though that they would be like they see the success of the switch and just say you know what we don't even want to tackle that market share they just thought Let's just make the best in-home console still. Yeah, it's like they're like the professional fucking like gamer yeah, level. That's true. Whereas like Nintendo, it's like more kids, fun. kids can play it. Yeah. Um, more like lighthearted. And it's, there's more social aspect. Like you take your Switch anywhere and like, yeah, Nintendo's big on that shit. The, the reveal video, I got to be honest, it was kind of like, eh. Like it was cool seeing all those little orbs. <laughs> but then, I, dude, I was watching it while I was taking a shit before the podcast. Legitimately, I'm sitting there looking at my screen like, okay, where's the console? Can we can we see the console now? Bro, the Xbox it took a long fucking time. Series X looks like a fucking brick. I actually think that's a really cool design, though, but I'm very modern. I like minimalistic shit. Like, the, the, the PS5 clearly looks more futuristic and badass. I also saw, too, there's, there's a digital version, 
which I guess is a little bit sleeker that they you don't actually put physical things into it, like a physical disc. What, or Xbox or PS PS5. Oh, okay. There's no cartridge or there's no Interesting. there's still CDs for games now. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, I, I haven't I haven't used a console besides the Switch. You know what's forever. annoying though? With other consoles besides the Switch, is like the hard drive space. If you download a new if you buy a new game, you have to sit there and download it to the fucking thing. 200, 300 gigs sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, insane. Yeah. You just have to delete your other games and it's just like, what? what is this? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, uh, I actually, I need to get a bigger SD card for my Switch because right now I'm, I'm sharing an SD card on my Switch and my 3DS. So like, the only reason I use my 3DS is to play Gen 6 games and Pokemon when I'm doing them for like a Pokemon series. Like mm-hmm. right now me and Asteroid are doing a, a Sun and Moon Let's Play. So I have all my DS data on there and my Switch data. So sometimes, like, if I get a new Switch game, like when I got Animal Crossing, I had to choose, like, okay, do I delete my Odyssey file or my Luigi's Mansion file? Luigi, see you later. <laughs> Deleted that shit real quick and just kept it moving. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to see uh, what the PS5 is going to actually do. Do we have like specs on it or anything like that yet? I'm gonna pull them up. Pull them up. Let's see. Uh, let's see the exact. Jamie, Jamie, pull it up, baby. It's going to be interesting. I don't think they actually announced anything because I saw a comment today that made me die laughing. It was like, uh, the fans. So how much does it cost? Sony. It's pretty nice, isn't it? Like they're just dodging the fact of what it actually <laughs> Dude, will it's cost. It's probably going to be like a thousand dollars. I think it's going to be around six or 700. I can't imagine them selling a thousand dollar console. But then again, we never thought phones would be a thousand dollars. I mean, look at the iPhone. The now. specs. You got the CPU, AMD Zen 2 based CPU with eight cores. But what does it mean? <laughs> yeah, the GPU 10.28 T flops 36 CUs at 223 <laughs> GH. Uh, I mean, yes, Sony, thank you for the gigaflops. Yeah, it's internal great. storage, custom 825 gigabyte solid state drive. That's a lot. That's actually solid. That's a lot. I mean, it's That's not literally solid because it's, it's, it's a solid state drive. It's not. Uh-huh. It's not that much though when you think about like Call of Duty being like a two hundred gigabyte game. Mm. So what? You can only have four games on the fucking thing. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, the digital. I would assume the digital version has more storage because everything is digital. There has to be like a cloud or something. Yeah, either that or maybe you could add external memory to it. Because I remember. Do you remember back in the day with the Xbox three hundred and sixty? I'm saying back in the day, I feel you like a lot of people, off yeah, top. a lot of people probably still use it, but it had that hard drive that you would push the button and you would take it off. You ever get the red ring of death? Oh yeah. <laughs> All the time. And I remember you'd have to wrap it in towels. I talked about this on Twitter a couple weeks ago. You would wrap it in towels, I guess, to overheat the system. And then somehow it would miraculously fix the red rings. <laughs> the dumbest shit ever. Can you believe though, when you really think about that and you go back in time and you think about it, basically for those of you guys that didn't know, when you would have an Xbox 360, there was this huge bug that randomly in the lifespan of your console, it would get red rings and you couldn't use the device anymore. Yeah, it just broke. Do you think it was on purpose? I don't know. Wasn't that a conspiracy going around for a while? I mean, isn't everything a conspiracy theory until it fucking comes true? Apple slowing down their devices purposefully, the, throttling the your The Apple shit? thing is crazy. That's so annoying. Because they didn't tell people. Basically, if I remember it correctly. Borderline illegal. Well, like, what, what they did was... To save the battery, they would clock down everything with new software updates. They would slow it down so the battery would stay more pristine. Yeah, okay. But customers were saying, well, give us the option. Say, would you rather <laughs> keep your phone fast and have a you know shittier battery down the line or like a simple toggle, you know? Or you just buy a new battery. And they weren't telling people that. That was shady. I'll, and I'm the biggest, I'm literally drinking out of an Apple cup right now that my <laughs> buddy Steven sent me. Shout out to Apple. I love Apple so much. But yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting to talk about. Conspiracy. We need to have a whole conspiracy podcast. <laughs> Let us know in the comments uh, on YouTube. Let us know all of your favorite conspiracies and maybe 
That'd be a fun podcast to talk about with Angela. I'm sure she has some good conspiracies that she wants to dive <laughs> I would love into. to hear her thoughts on conspiracies. I'm just so excited to see what her dynamic is going to be like on a podcast. What if you guys start fighting? <laughs> no, we're not going to fight. We, we made it very clear when she comes on the show, we're not talking about us. It's just going to be a bunch of topics. We're going to come up with a list this week. But it was so funny last night, dude. We were all just such... We were all in such good moods. Like, Angela at one point was like, let me on the podcast. And me and Phil were both fucked up. We're like, fuck it. Come on the podcast. We want to go film it right now while we're hammered. Like, we were all just, I'm telling you, the morale last night was, uh, it was great. It was really great. You know what else is great? What's great? The Sopranos. Started watching again. I saw the first season a few years ago. What were your thoughts before I dive into? It's fantastic. It's, it's, I don't know why I stopped. I'll probably restart. But it like- gets better. Way better, too. I got to tell you, though. There, there's one big complaint I have about the show that I've never voiced, and I, I need to talk about this. Sorry about the voice crack there. <clears throat> anyway. Let's hear it. There are at least, no joke, from the episodes I've seen, I've, I've watched about six of them so far, I think. Maybe seven, maybe more, maybe less, whatever. Every episode has at least, at least five to six scenes of them eating. <laughs> so, no, seriously, I'm not even trying to be funny right now. The show, like makes you want to eat with them because mm. there's all these scenes where like they're just talking over dinner and you hear like the fork going into the pasta and you hear them eating and you're just like oh my god like i want the food mozzarella right oozing from the chicken parm dude it's it's ridiculous I and mean, I'm, I'm laying in my bed i've been watching after my feeding window closes <laughs> and i'm salivating like i want chicken parm right now i want some fucking gabagool i want some capicola <laughs> so, yeah. let me tell you something and i'm like this is why i was more i can never say this word help me out morbidly morbidly obese in college because i was watching sopranos till 9 a.m and every time tony would open up some bacala i'd fucking go upstairs i would start eating you get some scoongeely up yeah there. dude but fuck man i just i can't believe because the show is obviously you know based around italian culture and obviously italians love to eat so it's like every fucking scene tony did you get the gabagool in the freezer uh get the fucking gabagool what the fuck what the priest came over he ate all the lasagna and i'm just sitting in my bed trying to stay healthy like holy shit Tried a new Halo top flavor. Which one? Uh, it was uh, cookies had, and cream. Have you had brownie yet? No, dude. I need to try a chocolate flavor because I love chocolate. Brownie's the best one. Red velvet's decent too. I got to tell you, my friend Val was telling me, sorry Val for exposing you like this, but you know, fuck it. Val goes, when I eat Halo top, I get a little gassy. And I yeah. was like, who gives a fuck? Well, no, 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 no. You get some major bloat. No, dude. I The peanut butter didn't do this to me. The fucking cookies and cream. Bro, I was laying in my bed. I felt like I was my appendix was going to burst again. That was the closest <laughs> the thing. The appendix that you don't have anymore. Closest thing to my appendix bursting <laughs> the since phantom then. phantom appendix. Dude, I was like, I, do I got to shit? Do I got to deep breathe right now? What the fuck is going on? No, it's from the like ethriterol and like sugar alcohols they use as fillers instead of like crazy. actual sugar. And like it makes you bloat like crazy. I actually emailed them and I was like, I love your product. I would love to form some sort of a partnership. And I don't know how that would work sponsorship wise because- you can't like go to their site and type in code Vinny. They sell to like distributors like right. supermarkets and 7-Elevens and shit like that. So I don't know if maybe like I could just promote you, their first products. First of all, did you hear back? Not yet. No, <laughs> I, I mean, I emailed them two days ago, okay. but I think that would be really cool. I basically told them like, yo, I have a social media presence of blah, blah, blah. I love your product. We'd love to promote it. Maybe we could form a partnership. I don't know what they're going to say back, but it would be cool. What would like, you get if you just, haha, no. <laughs> I would be very upset. I'd still have their product though because it's good. It would be cool to like, you know, get paid to promote something that I love to eat. No, I know. You know I want to get sponsored by LaCroix. LaCroix. That, I know what that is. What is that? The seltzers, the flavored the seltzers. seltzers. Yep. Dude, imagine a Truly or a White Claw sponsorship. Fuck Truly, White Claw all the way. I like them both. The Black Cherry Truly is like, 
No, the black cherry white claw. Black cherry in general is just delicious. Yeah. It's fucking fantastic. Have you had the new flavors of white claw? Tangerine, lemon. Tangerine, watermelon. I might have, might have had tangerine, which I feel like mango? was really good. Man I like mango. Mango is top tier. Mango in general. Just I don't really like eating mangoes. Like, just, it's a mango. Take a bite. I don't like that, you know? That was you my gotta, bite you sound it up. You don't eat the skin on a mango. I like mango drinks, though. Do you like grape, grape juice? I haven't had a good cup of cold grape juice since I was like six. I don't I think love, I've ever had that. Like Welch's grape juice I mean, is so good. I've had that when I was in like kindergarten. You I know? love grape they, juice. They, they, a little snack time. They pass around the napkins. Yeah. You get the grape juice or the apple juice with uh, like animal crackers Dude. or fucking cranberry juice and apple juice. Juice is goldfish. so good. <laughs> goldfish. Oh, they hand out Nutri-Grain bars. <laughs> oh. I remember when I was taking creatine in high school, I would mix it with apple juice because apparently the Hodge twins taught me this. It stimulates protein synthesis or whatever. <laughs> They're like, hey man, you got to have some Listen, apple juice, man. man. Listen, man. I fucking love those guys. Hodge twins, if you ever stumble across this video for whatever reason. Lord Keith and Lord Kevin. They are so funny. Back up, man. <laughs> Fuck off, in my man. face, man. They are hysterical. But yeah, apple juice if I had to pick one juice, it would probably be cranberry. Because cranberry, you can't really have an apple juice cocktail. You could have a vodka cranberry. Though. I'm going to say orange juice is the supreme juice. Pulp or no pulp? No pulp. Unless it's freshly squeezed. Ooh. Light pulp. I like pulp. <laughs> if I had to pick, I'd probably go no pulp. I, I don't want to like, drink boogers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like a little bit. There's something about the texture though. Dude, you know what's been fire for me? So I'm trying to hit 175 grams of protein a day right now in my macros. Tuna and sardines. Really good. You like sardines? Like the little, just, they're just little fishies. <laughs> I mean, I don't open up the snack cabinet. I'm like, mmm, well, so, salty fish and brine. It's Give not, me it's not my, my go-to. It's not my go-to uh, snack, but it's nice to have some tuna, put some sardines in there, add a little mustard. You want to talk about a fucking protein medley. Be shitting for a week on that. Let me tell you something. I'd rather just eat some chicken. But yeah, protein's good. Chicken's good. Getting a food scale this week. I liked what you said to me last week. You said uh, your friend told you or your cousin dieting without a food scale is like driving a car with... What was the expression? Do you remember? Without a speedometer or some shit? I don't, I don't fucking know. know. It, was, it was basically you need it. I don't <laughs> remember what dieting, the fucking shit I, was. I don't fucking diet. So. I'm amazed we've made it 44 minutes of having cohesive conversation today. I, I felt like this whole 44 minutes was a blur. It was a blur. And I think we have repeated ourselves a little bit, but it doesn't matter. Have we? I don't know. I don't think we have. I think we're pretty sharp. I, I don't know. Two drunk idiots. <laughs> two hungover morons here. <laughs> two babbling buffoons. Two babbling brooks. Let me see. I wrote down a bunch of stuff. Going to the nest. The running update, the PS5, Sopranos, but having some weird dreams. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, all negative ones. Like, I haven't had a good dream Same. this week. What Same, the fuck dude. is going on? I don't know. I've been having crazy fucking dreams. But I'm happy. <laughs> so what's with the negative dreams? Am I just, like, sad in my fucking sleeping state? I don't know. Sleeping is weird. It is really weird. We just turn off our systems, wake up in the morning. We're just recharging our batteries. Yeah, but why? Like, why do we have to sleep? And what if you just don't wake up? That's a fucking morbid thought. You wouldn't even know. That's terrifying. How would you bring that up? <laughs> that's scary as fuck. Yeah, you go to sleep and you just don't wake up. I mean, it's a peaceful way to go, but it's like, shit, I don't know if I'm going to open my eyes tomorrow. Isn't it weird, though, yeah. that, like, you just lay there, you close your eyes, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> it's the next day. <laughs> Twelve hours have gone by. Well, normally it's, it's more like, mm -hmm. Yeah. The fuck? <laughs> Whenever I wake up aggressively, I'm late for something. You never wake up late like, ah, 
What do I have to do to, oh no, I'm late. It's always like, oh, fuck, fuck, shit, it's 5 p.m., I'm three hours late. Always like that. One time that I experienced like your deep hibernation sleep, I was in freshman year college, Fordham, in the Bronx, middle of the fucking winter. Mm. It gets dark at 4 p.m., right? Mm. Me and my friends decided it would be a fun idea to just pull an all-nighter and watch the sunrise. Hell yeah. I don't even think we watched the sunrise. We just stayed up until 7 a.m. I fell asleep at like 7.05 a.m., went back to my dorm room, and I woke up at 6 p.m. the next day. Oh. All my other friends were having dinner in the cafeteria, whatever you call it. <laughs> I'm just like... The eating lounge. Yeah, I'm just like, this day's over. <laughs> I, I tend to like at least one day a week that I just sleep till like ridiculously late like for example today i literally snoozed from fucking i woke up at 5 a.m i always wake up crack of dawn when i drink 5 a.m i'm like fuck nah going back to bed <laughs> so i set alarms for like fucking 12 2 4 6 finally i snoozed it all the way to 7 i got up and i go shit i feel good that i rested this much but i also i'm kind of depressed that the day is over but then i thought to myself what are, what do i really have to do today I just got to run, go live, film the podcast. Those are three things I could probably get done in a five-hour span. And by by golly gosh, I did it. <laughs> there you go. Unless a fucking meteor hits my house right now and we lose this footage, we're golden. So that's good. But yeah, sleeping is nice. Typically, I like sleeping because I can forget about my stresses and my worries. But if I'm going to have a goddamn nightmare every night, I mean, I might as well just stay awake. <laughs> fucking, you ever I, see I, The Machinist? No, that's with Christian Bale where he gets to like 120 pounds. Joe Rogan said he would eat a can of tuna and an apple every day. That was it. And he got down to like 110 pounds or some shit. Was he on Joe Rogan? No, but Joe was talking about, they were talking about the best Batman or Batmans, however the fuck you properly say it. And he was like, yo, Christian Bale, crazy method actor. The craziest thing. So if you don't know, uh, Christian Bale lost like ungodly amount of weight to play a guy that has insomnia on the machinist. I've never seen it, but if you look at pictures, it's crazy. Like you basically see his skeleton mm -hmm. through his skin. And then his next role was Batman. And he gained like, he got that Hollywood juice pack. Absurd amount of weight from like literally skeleton to insane. Have you seen disease. him in Psycho? No, but uh, American Psycho or just Psycho? American Psycho. American Psycho. Yeah, I, I've never seen it. I don't think, but Bro, he's, he's jacked in that too. Right? Yeah. In that one. He's he's just like a, I don't care if it kills me. I need to look a certain way for this role. It it do be that time. <laughs> I watched a movie with him as the uh, vice president when Bush was president. What it was called was Vice. That? It was called Vice. Oh. He played Dick Cheney. That movie was, I remember it being crazy. There was a quote. Wait, wait, I gotta, I gotta bring up this quote real quick. You're gonna love this. I don't even know what this movie's about. It's just basically about, um, it's actually very interesting. Apparently, uh, based on like what the movie presents, I don't know how accurate this is historically, but when George Bush, not, not senior, when George Bush was president, right. uh, Dick Cheney was the vice president and he essentially like ran everything behind the scenes. So like George Bush was the main president but he was really the one like calling big decisions. And I wonder how often that happens. Dude, this movie like gets you thinking though. Like I haven't seen it in a long time, but it was like very interesting to see uh, exactly like what was going on and stuff. Okay, check out this quote. I love this quote. So this is, I think how the movie starts. I could be wrong, but again, I haven't seen it in years. Beware the quiet man for while others speak, he watched and while others act, he plans. And when they finally rest, he strikes. <laughs> How good is that? It's by Anonymous. <laughs> who are you, Anonymous? I want to know who, who is this man. Isn't that great though? Because sometimes, like, 
you know, I mean, I'm pretty vocal, like when I'm like happy and when I'm doing stuff. You tweet everything you do. I'm very vocal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not pretty vocal. I'm the vocalist. You still plot. Yeah. But I like to like sometimes like behind the scenes, like if I, if I have a new project coming, I like to not say anything and then just drop it like, bam, what's up? But it's cool. It's a lovely hair tie. Thank you. I need to start. You have to teach me how to literally do a bun because I have enough hair now. Problem is I can't like literally I can't tie it on my own. I've never tied a, a knot on my hair before. All right, after the podcast, I'll show you what to yeah, do. Yeah, we'll do a little bit of a, uh, a little tutorial. It's time, though, for everybody's favorite segment. I texted you this week's submission from Peyton. It's time for the grandmother of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Let me the write down a timestamp. That run this world are grandmas. That's facts. And this is my grandma, Debbie, who I call Mimi. She's been a giant part of my upbringing and helped me raise me when my dad was working as a firefighter. She also lost 60 pounds in the last year, which I'm sure Vinny will like. That's amazing. Good shit, Mimi. Let's go. She's on that She's on that uh, machinist diet. Dude, she's killing it. Holy shit. The picture above is of me and her in 2018 in the middle of her weight loss journey. She's one of the kindest women I've ever known, and I wouldn't be the same person without her. Your podcast has also helped me through these strange times. Thank you from North Carolina, Vinny and Phil from Peyton. Peyton, thank you for that submission. What a great submission. Solid episode. Good vibes all around. Yeah, we're hungover, <laughs> but who gives a fuck? We can still communicate. Absolutely. Anything else you want to cover? That's about it, dude. I, I'm thinking my brain is going to shut off. If I know. I, I'm I'm shocked we made it this far. Oh. I thought th- I thought this week's episode was going to be like a nine minute wonder. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> guys, we're really not feeling good. Bye, guys. Hi, guys. <laughs> Something like that. We we did well. We did well. That's it, buddy. Uh, next week, of course, at noon, new episode drops on all platforms. You guys know the deal by now. Subscribe if you are new. Make sure you ring the bell on YouTube because apparently you have to subscribe twice these days to get fucking alerted when shit goes up. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you for all the support. And uh, it's going to be fun to uh, get back into civilization and we could actually like talk about going out and stuff again. I'm, I'm looking forward to that heavy. I'm looking forward to next week's guest, Heavy. Oh, my God, yeah. Next <laughs> week should be uh, quite the show. Angela! Yeah, we stay Angela! All right, we love you guys. Let us know what we want to, or what you guys want us to talk about with Angela in the comments on YouTube. And, uh, yeah, have a great week. We love you guys, and we'll see you in the next episode. Phil, any final words? Say hello to your grandmother for me. That was some high-quality H2O. Ladies and gentlemen, we will see you next time. Peace. Oh, two hungover degenerates getting it done, boy.